0: TALES presents Better Skies Together, discussions by and for air traffic control professionals. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Better Skies Together. I'm your host, Xavier Combe. With us today is Warren Beeston, Operational Authority Director for Airspace Mobility Solutions, AMS, at TALES. Hello, Warren. How are you?
2: Good day, Xavier. I'm very well, thank you.
1: Also with us is Setio Angoro, Secretary General of the Indonesian Air Traffic Control Association, IATCA, and he is the Vice President of Air Navigation Services Planning at AirNav Indonesia. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Fine, thanks. My first question to you, Setio. could you tell us what has changed in the management of air traffic control and staffing as a result of COVID nineteen in the Indonesian region? So, the COVID nineteen changes many things.
0: Well, in Indonesia, it started in February when countries have been flight from China mainland. Then we saw the international and overflying traffic decline. And one month later, we have the first case of the COVID-19 in Indonesia. And domestic traffic start to plummet when government implement the large-scale social restriction in the end of April. At the time, our members have schedules to attend events like ICA meetings or Singapore air shows and other abroad events. And we as the association... Uh, with the intention to protect our members, we publish travel warnings, and then progressively communicate any COVID-19 related information to our members through posters and videos. We also the first organization that sent around 6,000 cotton masks to our 1,900 controllers across Indonesia. While in AirNav, we publish adapted working procedures. A business continuity plan, like the operational protocol, how to avoid and protect the personal care and workplace protection as an attempt to stop virus transmission and to ensure
1: operations still continue. Thank you for those insights. Warren, any other questions?
2: Thanks, uh, Setio. And so how are the controllers coping with these uh, new mechanisms that you've put in place in Indonesia?
0: Uh, well, controllers are humans. They live in communities and families. So what I get from the controllers are they are also anxious with the situation. They fear the transmission of the virus. And at the time we just start learning how the condition changed almost everything from the way we live and the way we work. In operational side, we have a procedures a service continuity guidance, a scenario in case some of controllers unable to work, like very restricted grouping system where no one unable to exchange duties because we want to quarantine if any contingencies happen.
2: Okay, great. Thank you. And uh, do you have any other ideas to share with the other members of Better Skies Together community in order to help them manage the present period better?
0: For most important thing is to communicate. Since things change quickly, we need to make controllers understand that we're going to get through this with them together, either as enough employees or as controllers of our association. So that they understand, even if the policies or procedures or protocols are keep changing because of new information, like wearing masks, not wearing masks, using uh, hand sanitizers, things like that. The intention is always for the good of the controllers. Because in reality, in Indonesia, we never really close our operation. Our air traffic service is never stopped. We develop applications to monitors all of our units. We have 250 units or location in all Indonesia. In other words, we are ready when the traffic is coming up.
2: That's uh, very good news. So uh, what is your employer doing about maintaining controller proficiency on positions that have had a significant reduction in air traffic?
0: Very interesting because our traffic starting March to April, it's downturn up until 80%. And rating, licensing, and scale degradation are things that we anticipate. We discuss with the supervisors and our checkers how to manage rostering and collecting controllers' data which their requirements are due or close to due, like medical check and English proficiency but unable to prolong due to the COVID situation. And then we discuss with our regulators about the exemption, and we report to them every day virtually how we keep our training because we we continue to operate our simulators with modification of COVID protocols.
1: Thank you for those uh, insights. Do you see any uh, positive aspects in the changes triggered by the current situation?
0: Uh, Yes. Now controllers prefer heavy traffic, then no traffic or very little traffic. It's really surprising. I mean, some of the controllers are quite dramatic when the last flight is depart from their airport since when we have the large-scale social restriction, we almost have everything grounded. And it's what we do as controllers. And seeing a lot of airplanes grounded really changed that perspective. The other good news is controllers accept changes better than before. Like in early June, we are implementing user-preferred route trials. They are more eager and more acceptable with new procedures than before because they want to see more traffic that are coming. Good. Let's talk about the future now. Warren?
2: Thanks, uh, Cedio. That's uh, great uh, to see the positive uh, changes within the controllers. So despite this uh, difficult period, do you believe that any of the changes imposed during the crisis would alter the way air traffic control is provided once the crisis
0: is over? Yes, Warren, absolutely. First, before COVID, we know that automation and information technology play a major role in ATM. But this situation and condition will accelerate that. And second, frankly, in terms of controllers, in Indonesia, many elements of our salary and allowance. Are based on the traffic load, and this hasn't been a topic we discussed with our management yet. So, we have to prepare that these two things will change the way we do our business.
2: Yes, right. So, considering that the industry uh, as it transitions out of the COVID crisis, what do you think will be different in relation to staff rostering and conditions of working going forward?
0: Well, when we first implement the uh, new protocols, like in operation, we realized that what management thinks minor changes like the strict grouping policies where no one may exchange group in duty in order to easily quarantine if transmission occurred that actually changes the way controllers work and live that's why i said before that the communication is prominent part to deal with this situation because these protocols will be adopted as a procedures and this will affecting controllers way of living
2: yeah, yeah, very good. Thank you. And so um, how long do you think it will be before you see a return to the pre-COVID traffic levels, considering that we're in July already?
0: This is a very interesting question because uh, we know this is unprecedented condition. It has never happened before. And what I and what we read from the IAT and IQ, no models can explain what will happen next. Will there be a second wave or another lockdown? We are not sure. But we do our best to predict and communicate with the controllers since it is related to our business continuity and also our job security. We made our first traffic prediction in March based on the pandemic data, the Ayata prediction, domestic trend, and updated ever since. On our plus model, we consider historically Indonesia travel culture, the new trend of the travel bubble in Asia and Travel Corridor, like the plan to connecting Australia to Bali specifically. We foresee that domestic traffic is going to be rebound a little bit faster, I mean we predict in quarter four two thousand twenty one while over flying and international flight will be prolonged until 2022. Even today when we saw many airlines experiencing many difficulties, a previous record shows that air traffic are resilience historically doubling every 15 years even after such setback like oil crisis or SARS that we do really hope that this streak will continue even with the covid-19
2: That's great. Thank you very much for your insights, Setio.
1: Back to you, Xavier. Thank you for a great discussion, gentlemen, and for that new episode of Better Skies Together. You've been listening to Better Skies Together with Warren Beeston, Operational Authority Director for Airspace Mobility Solutions at TALES, and Setio Angoro, Secretary General of the Indonesian Air Traffic Control Association, IATCA, and Vice President of Air Navigation Services Planning at AirNav Indonesia. Join us next time for another discussion about another region of the world. Goodbye.
0: This was Better Skies Together, a podcast presented by TALIS, made by and for air traffic control professionals. Better Skies Together, empowering controllers for tomorrow's air
2: traffic management.